business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step-by-step booklet for you to get. Now I make money moves. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast, the show created to provide you with the practical and strategic advice to help you level up in fitness, business, your career, your relationships, and your life. My name is Joseph Metzel. I am your host. Solo podcast coming your way. But before I get stuck into it, guys, I want to talk to you about the MJ Fitness Challenge Season 10. But you know what? I think I've spoken to you guys enough about this over the last few episodes. You know what's up. You know that it's a 10-week physical and psychological transformation challenge. You know that we provide you with everything you need. Customized meal and diet plans, workout programs, supplement programs, motivational guides, webinars, support. You know this. So what I want to do instead is I want to talk to you guys about the next 10 weeks. Because one thing is for certain, time is going to pass. The next 10 weeks is going to pass and we are going to arrive in 10 weeks time. But we have a choice. And the choice is we can arrive in 10 weeks time as physically the same people we are right now, as psychologically the same people we are right now. That's fine. We can coast. We can cruise. The time's going to pass anyway. We will arrive. Or we can make a choice right now that in 10 short weeks' time, we're going to arrive physically better than we are now. We're going to arrive psychologically better than we are now. We're going to make progress each and every week over the next 10 weeks to improve our bodies, to improve our minds, and to improve our lives using fitness as that vehicle. And that's what the MJ Fitness Challenge is all about, guys. I can talk to you about the plans and the support and the fact that we're running it through an app for the very first time for season 10. I can tell you all of that. But what it all boils down to is you guys making the choice and making the commitment to want to get better. And if you make that choice and you make that commitment and you choose to join us over the next 10 weeks with the MJ Fitness Challenge, with the app for the very first time, under our guidance, with us providing you guys with all of the information that you need to get better over the next 10 weeks, we will help you get better. That's really what it comes down to. Season 10, registrations are open now. They close at the end of July. July 30, we close them off midnight July 30. It's 200 bucks. It's actually less, $199.95 for the 10 weeks. Plus you get a whole bunch of extra weeks of app access on top of that. Guys, it's less than 20 bucks a week. It's less, it's about $3 a day. It's less, way less than a coffee a day to improve your body, improve your life and arrive at the next 10 weeks as a much better person physically and a much better person psychologically. But let me tell you guys one thing. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be a lot of fucking work. Yes, we will provide you with everything you need. Yes, we will be there holding your hand every step of the way, pulling you through. But you still got to do the work. There's no way around doing the work. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be hard. But I can guarantee you one thing. In 10 weeks time, it's going to be damn worth it. 
mjfitnesschallenge.com.au. I hope you guys can join us. And I hope that we'll be seeing you over the next 10 weeks. And in 10 weeks' time, we all arrive physically better, psychologically better, and just fucking better. This is one of these podcasts where I actually had a, a completely different topic and plan laid out for this episode uh, that I was going to talk to you guys about. And I got into, uh, into MJ Fitness headquarters this morning. I knew I was shooting the pod today. And I got in this morning and I was like, you know what? I need to completely flip the script on this. I'm not going to shoot that podcast. I need to shoot a podcast on this, what I'm about to talk to you guys, which is spinning plates. And this is something that I have brought up a couple of different times, mainly in different episodes of Your Four. Uh, it's come up over, over the last, oh shit, I'm going to say like over the last six months or so uh, on a number of different occasions. But I really wanted to dedicate a short, although comprehensive episode to this topic because I think it's really important for a couple of different reasons. It's really important, firstly, because I think the analogy that I'm about to flesh out is going to be super valuable to so many of you that have a lot of different things happening in your life simultaneously, and you're struggling to find quote-unquote balance across all of those things that are super important to you. Secondly, I think it's really important because it demonstrates through my actions, not just my words, that personal development is more about the journey than the destination. Because you guys know I've done a lot of work on my own personal development and I put out a lot of content around personal development, but I'm always very quick to say that I'm still working on my personal development. So I'm teaching you what I can teach you. I'm providing the value that I can provide at every step along the way, but I'm not perfect. Nobody is. Because personal development is not an end goal. It's not a destination. It's not somewhere that we get to and we go, you know what, that's it, I'm done. It's a consistent work in progress. It's a journey. It's a path that we continue to travel down. And I think by talking to you guys about this, it's actually going to really show you through my actions, my personal journey around personal development and how I have taken certain concepts and applied them. And they've, they've been extremely beneficial and fruitful to me. But then I've come up against roadblocks and I've gone, you know what? I, it doesn't serve me anymore. And so I need to take the next step in my personal development to get to the next level. And I think it's really important to share both the ups, the downs, the sideways steps with you guys so that you understand that we're all going through it. We're all in this together. This is not a situation where I've got my shit sorted and I'm passing on all of the wisdom to you guys. This is a situation where I'm continuously trying to get better myself and I'm passing on what I know to you guys at every step along the way. So spinning plates, it's an analogy that I've spoken about a number of times before, and it ties into one of my uh, more quoted sayings, which is micro-obsession, macro-balance. And just to kind of flesh out the, the, uh, the analogy for you guys, for those of you who have heard it before, this will be a refresher. For those of you hearing it for the first time, this is what I talk about when I'm talking about the spinning plates and the micro-obsession, macro-balance. The analogy is 
a, a, a performer in a circus, and we've all seen this before, video of this or seen this in real life, where there's the, the, the performer or the clown is holding up these sticks and the sticks are maybe like a meter long and there's a plate spinning on the top of the stick. And so the performer starts with one plate spinning on one stick and gets that plate spinning and then introduces another stick and another plate and then another one and then another one. And then there's like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of these different plates spinning on these different sticks at the same time. That's the analogy. And the way the analogy kind of plays out is each of these different plates represents a different area of your life that's important to you. So one plate that you're trying to spin on the end of this stick might be your fitness. And then another plate might be your family. And another one might be your health and fitness. And then another one might be your personal life, your personal goals. Another one might be relationships. Another one might be your finances. Whatever the different areas of your life that are important to you, those are represented by the plates that you're trying to spin on the end of these sticks. And you're forever having to focus on spinning each plate at a particular point in time. You can't, you've only got one, you've only got two hands, right? So one hand needs to hold the stick and the plate and the other one needs to spin it. You can't spin multiple plates at the same time. You have to focus on one plate at each point in time, spin that plate enough so it's got enough momentum so it can spin itself for a little bit and then you move on to the next plate Then you move on to the next plate and then the one after that and then you've got to go back around to the first plate because it's slowed down spinning so that requires your attention. And this is how I've fleshed out the micro obsession, macro balance quote of mine, where the focus on spinning each plate or the focus on each singular area of your life that's important to you at a single point in time is the micro obsession. The macro balance is understanding that you have multiple plates that are spinning and at different points in time, each of those single plates is going to require your attention and your micro-obsession. So micro-obsession, one thing at a time, go all in, but have the awareness of all the other plates, and that's your macro-balance. And this is something that I've spoken about for years, and it's worked very well for me. It's produced a lot of success in business. It's produced a lot of success in fitness. It's produced a lot of success in a lot of different areas of my life that I've, that I've shared with you guys. Micro-obsession, one plate at a time, go all in on that thing, be obsessed with that thing. And then once you're done with the obsession, move on to the next area of your life and be obsessed with that. And then on to the next one, be obsessed with that. It's been very few, fruitful for me. It's produced a lot of success in a lot of different areas of my life at different points in time. But I've always struggled with the balance. I've always struggled with the macro balance aspect of the micro obsession, macro balance. And I got to a point, and this is about, I'm going to say this is about 18 to 24 months ago, somewhere in there. I got to a point where I was like, you know what? This spinning plates analogy is actually doing more harm than good. As fruitful as it's been, and as much success as it's helped me achieve in different areas of my life, at this point, it's now actually holding me back. 
And the reason it's holding me back is because it's reinforcing a deeply held limiting belief of mine, which a lot of us share. And that is that I cannot achieve success in different areas of my life at the same time. I have to be micro-obsessed to achieve success. I can't be obsessed with a number of different things and all of them lift at the same time and achieve success across my, my business, my fitness, my personal life, my family life, my finance. All of those things are important to me. And the spinning plates analogy is reinforcing that because it's encouraging me to focus, to go all in, to be obsessed on just one thing. And so I got to the point somewhere between 18 and 24 months ago where I identified this limiting belief and the fact that this analogy was reinforcing that limiting belief. And I said, you know what? I need to make a change. And I didn't do it alone. It was something that I've been working on with my therapist, with my psychologist over the last 18 months or so to really kind of break the attachment of this analogy to the reinforcement of this limiting belief and almost kind of reverse engineer it, pull it apart and figure out a different way of thinking about the pursuit of the goals in the different areas of my life that doesn't reinforce that limiting belief, but actually questions it every step along the way. And I want to share this with you guys because I think this is something that a lot of you can apply to your own lives and the pursuit of your own goals. And I think it's going to help you break down this limiting belief of I can't achieve success in different parts of my life at the same time. So what I've started doing is I've started to think about rather than siloing the different areas of my life, business, fitness, my family, my personal life, my finances, so on and so forth. Rather than siloing them and thinking about them in isolation, I've started to think about how they link together. I've started to question why can't going all in on one area actually help me get better in all the other areas at the same time? Why can't this micro-obsession be an obsession across all different areas of my life at the same time? Why does being obsessed with one thing have to take away from all others? It's not a zero-sum game. I've started to question that. And I've started to think about, you know, how do, how do these actually link together? And rather than thinking about them as separate plates on separate sticks, that I need to focus on spinning one at a time. Why can't the plates actually be interconnected like gears? So by focusing on spinning one, because they're all now interconnected, focusing on spinning one now spins all others at the same time. Maybe not at the same speeds, just like a gearbox. But so long as I'm dedicating my time, my effort, my energy, my resources on one area of my life, why can't that actually help me get better in all other areas of my life? Is that something 
that can actually happen? What does that look like from an analogy perspective in my life? And if I go and test that out, how does it play out? How does it actually happen? And so I've started thinking, rather than spinning plates, about these gears that interconnect. And over the last 18 months, I've been experimenting. I've been, I've been trying out. I'm like, you know what? If I go all in on my business, keeping in mind that the different areas of my life are interconnected like gears, is it possible that by going all in on business, it can actually improve my fitness and it can improve my personal life and it can improve my finances and it can, it can improve everything? Well, let me go all in. Let me see what happens. Is it possible that if I give everything I've got to give to my fitness, that that can actually have a positive effect on my business and my personal life and all other areas of my life that are important to me? Well, let me try. Let's see what happens. Let me go all in. Let's see if it lifts or let's see if it goes back to the plate analogy and the plates start to fall. Is it possible that if I go all in on my personal life, on my marriage, on the relationships that are important to me, that can actually have a positive effect on my business, a positive effect on my fitness, a positive effect on all the other areas of my life that are important to me, rather than me giving everything I've got to give to my marriage and my relationships that are important to me and everything else falling down around it. Well, let me try. Let me see what happens. And so I've been running this experiment for the last 18 months or so and testing it and seeing what happens with the mindset of the spinning plates analogy no longer serves me. I need to think about these things as gears. And I don't think it's a coincidence that what I've found is that by going all in on whatever area of my life I'm going all in on at a specific point in time, leaving no stone unturned, leaving nothing on the table, while keeping in mind that by doing that, I'm actually helping all other areas of my life. It's no coincidence that all areas of my life have improved which is all well and good in theory, but it begs the question, how have I actually put it into practice? Because you can't be 100% committed to 100% of everything that's important to you 100% of the time. We all have limited time. We have limited effort. We have limited energy. We have limited resources. We can only physically be in one place at one point in time. You guys know that. So you're probably asking, well, sure, great theory, but how the fuck does it actually work in practice? And here is the key. Here's the little nuance. Practically, that is really going to help you guys out with flipping this mindset from spinning plates to interconnected gears. It all comes down to presence. And looking back on when the spinning plate analogy seemed to be serving me quite well, the reason why I was never able to achieve macro balance is because even when I was physically present somewhere doing something, my mind, my energy, my thoughts, 
were offered the thing I was being obsessed with. So if my micro obsession at a point in time was my fitness, let's say I was doing a contest prep, preparing for a competition, even when I wasn't physically doing fitness, I'd be thinking about fitness. When my obsession was business, when I was building Massive Joe's, now MJ Fitness, when I was building TMJ Apparel, even when I was physically in the gym training, physically with people who I care about, physically doing something else, psychologically, I was still obsessed with business. And I wasn't able to break that because I was tied to this analogy of being micro-obsessed. And that really was the breakdown of the analogy for me because I could never achieve the macro balance. I was just jumping from one plate to another, trying to keep things spinning, but I was never present with one thing long enough to actually give it my full commitment when it required my full commitment. So the nuance is presence. The nuance here is obviously you can only focus on one gear with these interconnected gears at one point in time. Obviously, right? You can't, limited resources. We can't do everything all at once. But you have to have faith that focusing on one gear at one point in time is actually going to help all the other gears spin and level up and get better. And then you have to have no fear when it comes to flipping your presence from one gear to another. So I can be obsessed with my business, focused on my business, but as soon as I'm in the gym working on my fitness, that's my obsession. And then when I'm done and with my wife, my marriage is my obsession. And then when I'm back in the office working on business, that's my obsession. And I know that giving everything I've got to give at a specific point in time to each of these different gears that represents each of the different areas of my life that's important to me, by going all in, by leaving no stone unturned, by leaving nothing on the table, all of the gears are going to spin together because they're all connected. And I have faith that I can flip from one to the other very quickly and focus on being present. One of the other things that has come out of this little experiment that I've been running over the last 18 months or so has been this questioning of quote-unquote balance, the micro-obsession, macro-balance. And I identified that, you know, it was, it, that was where I was falling down was the macro-balance part. And really kind of questioning like, is this balance thing, like what the fuck? What is balance? Is it even something worth aspiring to? Is it something that you, you, you even bother trying to achieve? Is it actually ever achievable? And I've come to the conclusion that balance is bullshit. And the reason why balance is bullshit, there's a lot of power in our language. There's a lot of power in the way that we articulate certain things. And by using the word balance to describe trying to hold different things in your life that are important to you at the same time, Using the word balance implies that it's easily disrupted. When we think about things that are in balance, it's like, oh, just a little tip there or a little change there could throw the whole thing out of balance. Balance is fragile. 
in its nature. The word balance implies fragility. So I've actually stopped using the word balance and I pull myself up on it. I pull other people up on it now as well. As soon as I hear it, I go, balance is bullshit. The word that you need to be using when you're trying to think about how to hold all the different areas of your life that are important to you at the same time, it's not balance. It's harmony. It's finding harmony between the different areas of your life that are important so that they can coexist at the same point in time. And rather than being fragile, like something that's in or out of balance, they can become anti-fragile where they can coexist at the same point in time and different disruptions have the potential to actually make them stronger, not make them weaker. And I was thinking about this. I was thinking about you know, what I think of when I think of harmony and why I think that that word is so much more powerful than the word balance when it comes to trying to, trying to hold these different things at the same point in time. And I did a little bit of research and I was like, I wonder what, what the, the actual Oxford Dictionary, because we love the Oxford Dictionary definition of, of harmony is. And this was interesting. Pulled this literally, this quote out of the Oxford Dictionary. Harmony is the combination of simultaneously sounded musical notes to produce a pleasing effect. Obviously, it's in the context of, of music, but I thought, how beautiful is that? If we just change a few of those words around, it could be the combination of simultaneous errors of our life that are important to us to produce a pleasing effect or to produce a wonderful life, to produce a gorgeous life. Is that not what we're all trying to achieve? It's not balance. Balance is bullshit. It's harmony across all the different areas of our life. I hope you guys can take this and apply it to your own life and start thinking about the way that the different areas of your life can harmonize with each other, can reinforce each other, can help each other, can make each other even better. What's important is that you adopt this mindset of harmony, you adopt this mindset of gears that interlock with each other, and you adopt the practical application of being present with whatever you're doing at whatever point in time, with whoever you're doing it with at whatever point in time. And I think you guys are really going to unlock the next level of your lives. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. We hope you enjoyed listening. A couple of things to round out. Firstly, if you've yet to subscribe to the Fitness Times Business Podcast on your favorite podcasting platform, make sure you do that right now so you don't miss any future episodes. Secondly, if you guys took some value from this episode, the one thing we ask in return is that you share the show. And finally, if you've yet to leave us a five-star rating, make sure you do that before the next episode.